Ladies, I am so excited. I was recently talking to my friend Megan Watley with The Beautiful Movement, and she was telling me that many of you girls are grabbing The Beautiful Movement boxes. And let me tell you, they are such a blessing. And now... The new March box is available for pre-sale. This means you have a chance to sign up before they sell out. The theme is He is Risen, a box to prepare our hearts for Easter, for the resurrection. You don't want to miss this one. Head on over to www.jointhebeautifulmovement.com and sign up now. Be sure to use the discount code UNCOMMONTEEN, all one word, for 15% off your first box. You can also follow The Beautiful Movement on Instagram at the underscore beautiful underscore movement. Ladies, I'm telling you, you don't want to miss this one. Welcome to the Uncommon Teen Podcast, the podcast for Christian teen girls. Each week, we talk about real life issues that you're facing and how you can overcome them in a way that stays true to who God created you to be. I'm your host, Jamie Kirshner, and I'm so excited to be here with you today. All right, ladies. So I have been getting so many emails from so many of you ladies talking about how you have had friends that walked away from the Lord. If you know somebody who has recently walked away from the Lord, maybe a friend or a family member or even someone famous that you've heard of, I want you to know that there's always hope for that person. It hurts. When we see a friend walk away from God, it's not easy and it's not fun. We don't like to see them going down that road because we know that that road doesn't ever lead to anything good. In today's episode, we're going to talk about a story of loss, someone who did just that. They decided to walk away from God, and not only did they decide to walk away from God, but they also decided to go all in with the world, and it about destroyed them. But with God, there is always hope. And so I want you ladies, if you have someone in your life that you are close to that has walked away from God, I want you ladies to not give up hope. Zechariah 9.12 tells us, Return to the stronghold, you prisoners of hope. Even today, I do declare I will restore double your former prosperity to you. Now, that word stronghold means to change your pattern of thinking from that which has been negative and start looking up. The word hope, so many times we use in place of the word wishing. For example, I hope that she can make it to my birthday party. But true Bible hope means to expect good. Expect it because it's coming. So think about the verse like this. Change your pattern of thinking from thinking the worst about this person, that they're never going to come back to God. Change that thinking and start expecting good. Do not let anything move you from that hope because even today God declares he will restore double to you. Ladies, there is hope. There is always hope. I am so thankful that God didn't give up on me, that he sent someone like you into my life to invite me to church where I was able to hear the good news of Jesus for the first time in my life. I'm so thankful that my friend didn't give up on me. I encourage you, don't give up hope for your friends, your family, whoever it is that you know that has walked away from God. Now, the story I want to share with you, most of you probably have heard it before, but we're going to see this story is so much more than just a story about a prodigal son, but it is a story of hope. So we're going to start in the book of Luke, chapter 15, verse 11. It says, there was a certain man who had two sons. The man in the story represents God. So I want you to think about it that way as we're kind of walking through this story, okay? Verse 12, and the younger of them said to his father, Father, give me the part of the prosperity that falls to me. And he divided the estate between them. It's in this moment that the younger son is giving in to the temptations of the world. 
He goes to his father and he's like, Father, I want my inheritance. Give me everything that is mine. You've already set away money to the side for me when you pass away, and I want it now. This son doesn't want to wait. He's done with the way that his father does things. He was basically just going through the motions as the son of this father. He didn't really care about growing his relationship with him. He wanted what he wanted. The temptations in this world seem so much better to him, and so he is ready to walk away. Notice, however, that the father doesn't stop him, but actually lets him make that decision. Why? We think about so many times, God, why are they walking away? Why are you allowing them to make those choices? But the thing about God is God won't stop our friends or our family members from making the choices that are leading them to pain and heartache. God is respectful. He isn't going to force anyone to do anything that they don't want to do. He's not going to force them to love him because guess what? That's not genuine love. He doesn't want little robots that he tells what to do. He wants us to make that genuine decision to follow after him. So when we have friends or family members that push God away, he respectfully steps back. He's a loving God and it hurts him to see his kids walk away from him. But in the end, it's got to be their decision. God's not going to force them to love him because that's not our God. He is a caring God. He is a loving God, but he's not going to force them to love him. Verse 13 says, and not many days after that, the younger son gathered up all that he had and journeyed into. Now verse 13 says, and not many days after that, the younger son gathered up all that he had and journeyed into a distant country. And there he wasted his fortune on reckless living. Ladies, this son was trying to get as far away from God as he possibly could. When this verse talks about how he went to a distant country, it's talking about the country of Gadara. Now, you may think, yeah, that name sounds kind of familiar. If you know anything about the Gadarenes, you know that this is not a family-friendly country. It was a place that was dark and full of every kind of sin you can imagine. And to show you how dark this place was, Mark 5, 1 through 5, talks about the madman of Gadara. The culture of this place was so far from God and so dark that the madman of Gadara, he was like crazy. They would bind him with heavy metal chains. And this guy could literally break those chains. He was cutting himself. He was just a crazy man and he lived in the graveyards and no one wanted to be around him. And when Jesus met him, Jesus asked him what his name was. And the response, was legion. This man was possessed with somewhere between 3,000 and 6,000 demons on the inside of him. Gadara is not a good place. It's pretty crazy, right? But that's where this son decided to go. He decided he was going to go as far away from his father as he possibly could. It was not an accident that he chose this country. And in the process, he wasted his entire inheritance on women and partying. See, the problem is when we don't have a relationship with God and see how incredible our heavenly father is and how much he loves us, we think that being a Christian is all about rules and all the things that we can't do. And that's what the son thought about his own father, that it was a bunch of rules and things that he can't do and that his father was out to steal all of his fun. The reason why God has labeled certain things sin is because he knows that those things are going to hurt us in the long run. 
And God hates anything that will hurt his kids. And as a mom, I get it. I will not intentionally put my kids in harm's way knowing that they're going to be hurt because I love my kids. I want them to have the best life that they can. And the same is true with God. He wants us to live blessed lives. He loves us that much. And like I said, since the son didn't have a relationship with his dad, that's exactly what he saw. Rules that sucked all the fun out of life. We're going to see, though, that life apart from God is a lot harder than we realize. All right, so going on to verses 14, 15, and 16. They say, And when he had spent all that he had, a mighty famine came upon that country, and he began to be in want. He couldn't do anything about it. He had no money. He had no food. He had no place to stay. He spent all of his money on partying, and now he didn't have any way to take care of himself. So he went and forced himself upon one of the citizens of that country who sent him into the fields to feed the pigs. And he would gladly have fed on and filled his belly with the food that the pigs were eating. Pretty gross. (laughs) But the food could not satisfy his hunger and nobody gave him anything better. Now this son is hitting the lowest of lows. He's hitting rock bottom. Ladies, the storms of life are going to come to everybody's house, but they don't have to affect you. Lately, where I live, we've seen tons of threats of tornadoes. And they're always talking about supercell tornadoes. It's all this fear and all this craziness and all these storms coming our direction. And we are like 80 degrees one day and 30 degrees the next day. And it's been crazy lately. But you know what? I know that I have Psalm 91 protection and that those storms can't come near my house because I know that God is with me. However, the reason that this famine affected the son so much was because he chose to walk away from his father. His father could have provided everything that he needed. He could have provided his protection. He could have provided his food. But he pushed the father away and essentially said, I don't need you. What do you know anyway? You're no fun. I've got this on my own. Now, how many people who've walked away from God, have done that exact thing. They basically say, God, your way is not working for me. It's not fun. I don't want it. I'm going with the world. They push God away. And then when those storms of life, like this famine came upon the sun, they have no protection because they told God, I don't need you. And remember, God doesn't force himself on people. Now, verse 17. Then when he came to himself, he said, How many hired servants of my father have enough food and even food to spare? But I am dying here of hunger. When the sun was at his lowest place, inside of him, there was still a small piece of hope trying to bubble up on the inside of him. He started thinking, wait a minute. Why am I here when I know that my father can take care of me? I know what I'll do. I'll go back and see if he will hire me to be one of his servants. Ladies, this is why it's so important to pray for your friends and your family members who have walked away from God. Do not give up praying for them. This son wanted nothing to do with his father, but on the inside of him, there was still that smallest ounce of hope. Verses 18 and 19 say, I will get up and go to my father and I will say to him, Father, I've sinned against heaven and in your sight. I am no longer worthy to be called your son. Just make me like one of your hired servants. Now that small glimpse of hope is beginning to grow. 
And it's beginning to grow so much that the son began to rehearse what he was going to say as soon as he saw his father. Now, ladies, if you're listening to me and you are in that place where you have turned your back on God and you want to come back to the father, but you're just not sure how to do it. If you are away from God, I encourage you just take that first step toward him call out to him. He doesn't care if you have all the right words. It doesn't matter where you've been or what you've done. He doesn't expect perfection. Verse 20 says, so the son got up and came to his father, but while he was still a long way off, his father saw him and was moved with tenderness for him. He ran and embraced his son and kissed him. One thing I love about God, as soon as we take that first step toward God, God will come running and he'll meet you right where you're at every single day time. So if you are in that place where you've turned your back on God and you're ready to come back, take that step, call out to him. It doesn't matter what you say. Just call out to him, God, I want you. Or ladies, if you have a strong walk with God and you want to get closer to him, the same is true for you. Take that step toward God. God, I want to get closer to you. Show me how to get closer to you. And guess what? He comes running and he meets you right where you're at. Now, verse 21. And the son said to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and in your sight. I am no longer worthy to be called your son. I no longer deserve to be called your child. When someone has been away from God and has been in the world, when they come back to God, a lot of times there's shame and there's guilt that come with them. Pray for your friends. Pray for your family members. It's not easy. But I love the father's response. Verse 22 says, But the father said to his servants, Bring quickly the festive robe of honor and put it on him, and give him a ring for his hand and sandals for his feet, and bring out that fattened calf, and let us feast and be happy. Remember, this son hit the lowest of lows. He no longer had anything to take care of himself. Yet the first response of the father was, You are royalty. I am going to give you a robe of honor for the rags that you're wearing. I'm going to give you a ring for your hand for the dirt that's all over your body. I'm going to give you sandals for your feet that cover the scars and the calluses from having no shoes. And I'm going to bring out that fattened calf and I'm going to let you eat all those places where you are hurting, all those places where you were in lack and you were missing things and you were starving. They are now satisfied. You may not feel like you're worthy, but daughter... I'm so glad you're home. You may be hurting, but daughter, you will always be welcome here. Ladies, you are a daughter of the Most High King, and God takes your role as his daughter very seriously. To know God's love for you is like nothing you could even imagine. And the same thing is true for our friends and our family members who have turned their backs on God, God feels the exact same way towards them. For those family members or friends who have walked away from God, God still loves them. He's still waiting for them to come home. And as soon as they take one step toward him, he will come running to meet them right where they are at. So ladies, as I said earlier, don't give up praying for them. Ask God to show them his love everywhere they go. Thank him for Romans 5, 5, giving you his love. It's been shed abroad in your heart by the Holy Spirit so you can love them with God's love, even as you're walking through these challenging times with them. Ask him to put people along their paths who love God and connect with them. Ask God to remove those blinders that the enemy has put over their eyes so that they can see again. Ladies, I hope that this episode was helpful to you. There's always hope. Our God is so 
so good. Now, as we say every single week, I want you to repeat after me. I am beautiful. I am valuable. My beauty and my value, they don't change. Even if someone fails to see how incredible God made me. All right, ladies, thank you for joining me for another episode of the Uncommon Teen Podcast. If you have not yet signed up for our email list, make sure to get on there because very, very soon we will be announcing some really awesome things that I don't want you to miss. All you have to do to get signed up is go to the Uncommon Teen app. You can download that at uncommonteenapp.com and then click on the tab that says don't miss a thing. Where the second way to get on that list is to go to uncommonteen.com. You will see on that main page that you can sign up right there on our website. All right, ladies, I hope you have an incredible week and I cannot wait to see you next time. Ladies, I hope that this episode helped you this week. I hope that you see that God loves you so much, that you are not an accident, that God created you on purpose, with a purpose, for a purpose. Now I want you to repeat after me and I want you to mean it with all your heart. I am beautiful. I am valuable. My beauty and my value, they don't change. Even if someone fails to see how incredible God made me. All right, ladies. So this week, I want to share with you some really awesome things that we have going on in Uncommon Teen. If you're looking to grow in your walk with God, maybe you've been struggling with anxiety or depression or friendships or maybe you're struggling with something else altogether, but you're ready to overcome. You're ready to become free in those areas of your life. I want to invite you to join me in one-on-one coaching. This is a coaching program that is designed specifically for you, helping you to overcome those things that are holding you back from being all it is that God has called you to be. If you would like to join me in one-on-one coaching, Talk to your parents, let them know why you're interested in coaching. Head on over to uncommonteen.com slash coaching and learn more about our one-on-one coaching program. Ladies, I want more than anything to see you walking in freedom in every area of your life. The enemy is trying so hard to take down your generation. And my goal is that you are so strong in your walk with God that the enemy cannot shake you. And second, ladies, I want to ask you to be in prayer with me. We have had some challenges with our venue for Uncommon Teen Live. We've got one that we're working with the church on. We were supposed to hear back a couple weeks ago whether or not that this was going to work, and we still haven't heard back yet. So if you all could be standing with me in agreement that God is opening the doors for the venue to come for this year's Uncommon Teen Live, that would be amazing. I would be so incredibly thankful I am just so incredibly thankful for all that God is going to be doing at Uncommon Teen Live 2024. I cannot wait to meet you there. I cannot wait to see you. I cannot wait to see what God does in and through you because of this. All right, ladies, have an amazing rest of your week, and we'll see you back here next time.